Good morning, good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you've joined me this morning, for this is another day that we've never seen, and God has blessed us with compassion. He's blessed us with mercy. He's allowed us to see it, and so we are grateful to Him for doing that. And so we say good morning to our Father, and I say good morning to each of you, because our God is a good God, and He takes care of each and every one of us. And so let us get into the call for today. When you get an opportunity, I want you to read Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 25, and I'm reading from the King James Version of this one verse. Again, that's Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 25, and it reads on this wise. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away, and they were three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much so far, the scripture. And so many of you may have heard this account in the entire chapter of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, when Moab and Ammon were defeated. But today I focus on this one verse where Jehoshaphat and the people came away after they had defeated the enemy, the children of Ammon and the children of Moab, they defeated them, and they didn't do anything, but God did it. And so it says that when the people came to take away the spoil, that is what you uh, rendered or what you received after there was some kind of fight, some kind of war. You took the spoil, the things that um, were from the other, from the enemy, if you will. But it says that they took the spoil that was found among them in abundance. So they were rich things. And it were precious jewels, and it says, with the dead bodies. And so today I wanted to encourage you because God is the only one that can do something like this. First of all, he allowed them to win the victory that he said that belonged to him. He said the battle is his, and it belongs to him. And so don't worry about how to fight this enemy. Don't worry about how to deal with this enemy because it's my battle. And so because it belonged to God, he blessed them, and he allowed them not to do a thing, but to just praise him and to worship him. However, it says that they found among the dead bodies, and it's like, why would you um, go among dead things in order to get blessings? Well, today I encourage you because I know a lot of you are dealing with different things. You have been holding on. You have been seeking God. You've been praying to God. You've been saying, God, when are you going to show up? There have been prophecies that have been spoken about this being the year. There's going to be so many blessings that come. It's going to make your head spin. That's in Amos chapter 9, how God is able to do the exceedingly and the abundantly above all that we could ask or think, right? All of these things that we have been seeking and waiting for God to do, and many times we think that we're supposed to do it, but sometimes because we haven't seen it, we feel limp. We feel like he's forgotten us. We feel almost as if it's dead. It can't be done. It can't happen. But right here in this this verse, it says that they found abundance of riches amongst dead bodies and precious jewels. And I wanted to encourage you because for so many of you, you've been waiting so long. You've been trusting God. You've been saying these words. You've been 
quoting the scriptures that talk about what God is going to do. And it says it right here. It's among those things that we think are dead. It's over. It can't happen. God is not about to show up. He is about to show up because he only does things that don't make sense to us because in our head, we have to be the ones that set it up and fix it and put everything in place. But God says the battle does not belong to us. It didn't belong to them. It belonged to him. It was his battle. So I encourage you today to know that the battles that you are facing, the things that you have been um, looking at and saying, God, are you going to deal with this? Are you going to help me with this? God don't have to move on our time clock, but he continues to promise in his word over and over again that he would do it. So what is God going to do in your life and my life? Only he could do it. Only he's going to get the glory. Only he is the one that's going to bless us with, it says, with so much that they could carry away. And it took them how many days? Three days to gather because it was so much. I love that at the end because he said it was so much. Can you imagine that God would bless you with the things you sought him for, but more than you could imagine or think that it is so much that people would say it has to be God that did that for her. It had to be God that did that for him because we know it wasn't of her own. It wasn't of their own. They could not orchestrate that. So I encourage you to bless God just like they did in advance and wait and see what he's about to do in your life and in my life because our God is a promise keeper. He's not like man that says, I'm going to do this and don't show up, don't come through, don't say what they're going to do. They mess up. But God is a promise keeper and his Word is filled with promises of what he's going to do for his children. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and be encouraged because truly the best is yet to come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we thank you. We thank you for life. We thank you for strength. We thank you for another day that we've never seen. God, you have been so good to us, God. You keep us, God, when we're asleep. You keep us when we wake up. You're you're with us all the time. You're everywhere at the same time. You are a God who is mighty to save. You are the master of the universe. You are the king of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the king of glory. You're the Lord who is strong and you are mighty. God, we thank you for who you are, that no one can be compared to you. No one can look to anybody else and try to say, well, let me size him up with our God. Our God, you are God. You're Jehovah God. And so this morning, we thank you and we bless you with the fruit of our lips. You are a wonderful God. You are a counselor. You are the one who loves us. But God, we thank you that you took the time to consider us, to think about us, to love on us, to keep us, to direct us, to protect us. Lord, you are a wonderful and a loving daddy. And we thank you for it today. We bless you with our mouth, God. We say thank you. Hallelujah. We bless you, God, because truly, there's no one like you. God, we come to you this morning, and we do ask that you might forgive us of the sins that we have committed, Lord, the sins, the sins of omission, commission, the sins that we contemplated and sat back and tried to set it up, the sins that we didn't even know we did it. We did it out of ignorance. God, we ask for the mercy. We ask that you would forgive us. We thank you for being a forgiving and a merciful God. And because of that, God, we can come to you boldly to your throne of grace where we shall obtain mercy in the time of need. And so this morning, God, we do need some things, but we're also standing on your word as we seek you in prayer. Lord, this morning, your word lets us know that you are the God who blesses. You are the one who told from the beginning. You told Adam and Eve to be fruitful 
and to multiply. God, that's a promise and it's a blessing that you had given to the man and woman, first ones on the earth. God, you told them to do these things because you had plans and you still have plans for each and every one of us. No matter how many times they messed up, no matter how many times they sinned, as long as we repent, as long as we come back to you, as long as we know that, God, you're in charge and we must live a life that is pleasing to you, God, you will bless us. God, even when we've wronged people and wronged you, and then we do come to you and we're sorrowful about the actions that we've taken. God, you still are a father who still gives us gifts. You still are a father who blesses us in spite of it all. And so this morning, God, we stand on your word because you are the one who has blessed us. You say we are blessed because you forgive our transgressions and our sins are covered. That is another promise of yours, God, that you will bless us and keep us even when we sin and we ask that you would forgive us. God, you forgive us and then you cover the sin. We thank you for being the blesser in that area. God, you let us know that we would be enriched in every way to be generous in every way which we would produce thanking our God. Lord, when you bless us, we are to bless other people. We are to be an example to other ones and to be a testimony of how you've blessed us and so we are to bless others. You told us that, God, that you would give us strength to your people and you, God, would bless us with peace. Not only do you bless us with tangible things, but you bless us with peace. So you bless us with covering our sins and forgiving us. You bless us, God, with um, um, actual peace so that we can go to sleep. We can get up and not have to worry even in the midst of things that are just abundantly overwhelming. God, we have the peace because you bless your people with peace. You also let us know, God, that you are the one who blesses us and you make us rich and you add no sorrow to us. So when you do stuff for us, God, you do not add sorrow with us. When you bless, we don't have to ask people, do they like it? We don't have to ask people, um, are you going to come and try to deal with it and take it away? God, you are the blesser and you provide the blessing. And so this morning, we are grateful that you are the God who blesses us. You said that, God, that you would be armed, that you would put a blessing upon us in our storehouse when we obey you, and then all that we set our hands to do, that, God, you will bless us in the land which you have given us. God, you've given us places. You have set up places for us to be, whether it is a living space, whether it is a job space. You, God, the, the building for the, the company or the business that we will have, you have given us a place in your land, God, to purpose for you to be glorified. God, you did it. You did it. You've already done it. And for some, it has manifested, and for others, it's on the way. And so, God, because you have told us that we will be blessed when we go in and when we come out, we will be the head and not the tail. You said that when the enemy comes against us one way, he got to go back seven. These are the blessings and promises that you have given us when we obey you. So, God, we stand on your word today, God, that you will do it for us. You said that. God, with men that would, would give unto our bosom, God. God, you said that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake. All of this is concerning anything that we have, anything that is considered ours that you have blessed us with, any open doors and favor that you have given to us, God. You said that you would do it, you, not us. You said that you would supply all our need according to your riches and glory. And, God, you are not lack concerning your riches and glory. You have many things that we don't even have to Speak and say, does it belong to you? You said that the earth is yours and the fullness thereof, God, and the world that they that dwell therein. God, you own the cattle of a thousand hills. God, everything in the earth, 
and in the world belong to you. So, God, whatever we have sought you for when our our wants and our desires align with you, God, then there's nothing you would withhold from any of us that walk up right before you, God. You are the blesser. You are the one who blesses us. And so even this, in this account today, it said that it was too much. It took them three days. God, can we even imagine that you would do something like that for us, something that would take us days to collect the blessings just just so overwhelming. The money just keeps coming. The blessings of people just granting favor in the place that we live so that whatever we need, God, you provide it through people. God, can we imagine that when we go to the bursar's office that the tuition is already paid or if somebody did it, it anonymously was paid? Can we imagine that the mortgage is paid off? Can we imagine that you said, yes, you are approved and the house is yours? Can we imagine that you walk onto a car lot and you get whatever you desire because you ask the Lord and God, you give it to us. God, that is too much. That is just so much. God, I love your word that lets us know it was so much that they took so much. It took them days to gather the spoil. And so today, God, we pray like your word says it won't be long now. But the blessings will be coming one after the other right on our heels. We'll see one blessing. We turn to the left. There's another blessing. God, this is the hope that we have. It is not when everything is uh, great. It is not when we got all the money in the bank. It is not when we got the approval on our own accord. But it's when all has broken loose. Everything seems to be over, cannot fix it. We don't know. It's the ninth hour. It's the eleventh hour. It is when you do your best work, when it seems like it's dead. Just like those bodies, God, that all the blessings were sitting on the dead bodies. My God. And so you allowed them to pick it up and to get it and to get the jewels and to get, as your word says, the abundance. And so, Father, we stand in agreement that just like you extended and you increased and you blessed those with the two fish and the five loaves, the little boy, that when it was given and you blessed Jesus, that there was so much. It said you fed 5,000 plus the women and children, hallelujah, to the same kind of abundance that you did then, you can do it again, and we expect you to do it, that there was even 12 baskets left over. There was so much. There was so much. And so, God, we thank you for today, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you're going to do that for us, for every person under the sound of my voice, the oldest person who says, well, this is just it. This is just how my life is. I just would just reckon that this is over. God, you are a God that you were store what the locust has eaten and the canker worm has tried to take away. God, you are the God who blesses when we think it's over. God, we thank you that even in Jacob's latter years, he was blessed abundantly. We thank you, God, that you're still doing miracles and signs and wonders, and you are a miracle worker. You are a blesser. So it's everything that we need, the blessings that we need, the tangible things and the things that we cannot deal with, cannot handle. You are the God who's going to do it, that it will be so much. It will be so much. So thank you for the healing of your people, those who have, are in the hospital right now at this very moment, in the nursing home, even in the hospice. We know that in our mindset, when they say hospice, they say it's over. But God, you are the God that you can do anything. You raise the dead. You can bring people back. When they say no, God, you can say yes. And so we thank you for every single person that's in the hospital that you are bringing them out. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that your blood still works. So we call Aaliyah's name out in the name of Jesus. We call Lisa's name out in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you would do what you do best, that you baffle us. They were amazed. 
They were astonished when you would heal those who had been sick. When you said, who touched my garment because I felt virtue come out of it, even in their doubt, even in their faithlessness. They said, Jesus, how can you say someone touched you? Because look at the people. It is so many of them. God, we go and we touch and we pull on you today for those who are sick, the names I don't know. God, those who are standing in proxy of their family members, their friends, their coworkers that are sick, that are in the hospital, we believe you to bring them out to heal them on this side. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God, we pray that you remember the Griffiths today, that you remember Miss Barbara Thomas, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you remember Kalima, that you remember Madrina's mother, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you remember Miss Jay's mom, that you remember Natisha's um, fiance, in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you remember Natisha. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and we thank you, God. We ask that you remember those who are grieving. In the name of Jesus, Miss Arthur, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for Janine, my cousin. We pray for Diane. We pray for the Waterton family and Donette. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in any other name that I have not called those who are going through and dealing with the heaviness of life, God, you are the blesser. So, yes, you're blessing things, but you're blessing peace, you're blessing hope, you're blessing faith. God, even our walk with you will increase as we seek you. You said that we are to seek you with all of our heart. We are to look for you, to search for you, and when we seek you, we'll find you when we search with all of our heart. So we thank you for these promises today that the blessings are coming. We expect it. We say hallelujah. We thank you for what you're doing and what you did and what you will do, God, and everybody will say it was marvelous. It's marvelous in our eyes because it's the Lord's doing. We thank you for this word today that encourages us to know that everything that we're dealing with, God, it is not our battle, that we give it over to you, that we trust you with it because it's in your hands. And when it's in your hands, God, everything is in divine order. We thank you for this prayer today. We ask that you would cover us, Father, wherever we go, whatever we do, wherever we place our feet, that you would send angels to minister to us, but also to cover us and to keep us safe from all hurt, harm and danger. We thank you, God, that your word is still true. We thank you that this is the confidence that we have in you, that, God, anything that we ask in your name, that you would grant it unto us. And so we thank you for going out, and we pray for a safe passage back home. We pray that you keep us in perfect peace because we keep our minds stayed on thee. We thank you for this prayer today. We thank you for your word that continually reassures us that we are to trust you with all of our heart and not lean to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge you. And God, you truly direct our path. We thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor. It's in Jesus' name that we pray and for your sake. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, ladies and gentlemen, hold on to this word. Think about it today. It was so much. Can you imagine? It was so much. The abundance of what God is going to do in your life and in my life, it was so much. It is so much. And people will all have to give God the glory. You can't get glory. I can't get glory. But people, those that are even on the outside that do not serve God will say, it has to be God that did that. Because how could he get that? How could she get that? How did that happen? You know that I love you, but God loves you more. Please join me again on Friday when we gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. If you're receiving blessings and inspiration, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this experience with others. For information, visit us at ValerieLee.org. Until next time, join Sister Valerie Lee for 15 Minutes with Him.